Hello everyone and welcome to episode 2 of my podcast Self-Control. I was kind of nervous to film another episode just because it's really not as easy as it seems. I feel like figuring out things to talk about, not stuttering, not pausing too much, it's honestly kind of difficult. But I'm hoping I'll get the hang of it as I keep going. It's also kind of hard to film by yourself just because there's no one else to talk to. But I've been filming YouTube videos for a while, so I'm used to just talking to a screen. In this episode, I wanted to talk about my personal college experience and kind of what I think of the college experience in general because mine was a bit unconventional. But I know a lot of people really, really love college and I just want to chat about how I feel my experience was compared to the classic, quote-unquote, classic college experience. If you hear Otis meowing or Milo's collar jingling, I'm sorry. These animals have been literally insane today. And I don't know why, because usually when I'm gone all day and then I come home, they're pretty good. But when I get to stay home with them all day, they become naughty. And you'd think it'd be the other way around because they're happy that I'm home and entertaining them. But they've just been animals. Like, Otis is crawling on my back right now and he doesn't know not to use his claws on his mom yet. So it hurts. Let's get into it. So my college experience started out with my dream to play basketball in college. And I had played basketball since the fourth grade and I played in high school and I was really passionate about it and it was like my whole personality. So I really, really wanted to play in college. That was everything I worked for. I played club basketball, I played school basketball. At one point I was on three different club teams, traveling around the country playing, just trying to get exposure from coaches. And I wasn't bad at basketball necessarily. No, that's a lie. I wasn't bad. I was pretty good. I was top scorer on my team two years in a row. I played in the All-State game my senior year. And I had a couple coaches notice me. But Colorado Springs is not really the spot for recruitment for college basketball players, especially girls. So... I had a couple schools looking at me, but nothing crazy. It was mainly D2, D3, mainly NAIA. So I started out my college search by mainly looking at schools in California, Oregon, Washington, Colorado, Kansas, and Nebraska, because I didn't know if I wanted to be close to home or if I wanted to go out to the West Coast. So I started reaching out to different basketball coaches from schools out there, and One of the coaches I reached out to, the assistant coach came to one of my games and they eventually kind of recruited me. They gave me a scholarship and then put me on the JV team, but that's besides the point. (laughs) So the school in question was Concordia University in Nebraska. So come August 2018, I packed up all my shit and moved to this tiny town. It was a Lutheran school and I was playing basketball there. And my first year, honestly, was really, really hard. Pretty much the whole basketball team was already friends, even the freshmen, because they had all been from Lincoln or around the state of Nebraska. So they had all played against each other or seen each other before, used to be friends or went to elementary school or hung out before. And I was coming from a completely different state because I'm from Colorado. So the whole team was super close and I kind of felt like an outsider. So there would be times like during practice where the coach would say, grab a partner. And more than once I was left without a partner and it was just kind of sad. And I had a really, really tough time starting out there. But towards the middle of the semester, I actually 
became friends with some of the people on the track team because my roommate had been a track star. Oh, that's another thing. Everyone got paired up with a basketball player roommate except for me. And I don't know why. I don't know why they didn't really even care. But it was so annoying because I was like, I'm pretty much the only person who needs a roommate from here because I don't have any friends. This is a completely new school for me. I'm unfamiliar with every person I've met so far. So why are you going to put me with a random roommate instead of putting me with someone on the basketball team like you did for literally all other 13 freshmen? It didn't make any sense to me. But it, it, it is what it is. It was what it was. I ended up befriending some of the kids on the track team, and that was honestly the time of my freaking life. It felt like what college is supposed to feel like. We would all hang out in one of our friend's rooms, which we called the Goat House. And if you've ever seen Blue Mountain State, that's the name of the frat house that they hang out at. So we called his dorm room the Goat House, and we would all text each other in our group chat and ask if we're meeting at the Goat House. And we would have dance parties, and the boys would always go to parties, but the girls would kind of stay back and watch movies and hang out and gossip. And we would do homework together. We'd eat meals together. We went to Vala's together, which is like a pumpkin patch. Um, we would go see movies. We would come to Lincoln and just go shopping. We would go to church together, which was really, really fun. And they were all so funny. And the friends that I was friends with on the track team, a lot of them were actually from Colorado. So we bonded over that. And then over Thanksgiving break, I drove up to Longmont and hung out with some of them. And it was just really wholesome. And I'll always look back on that friend group with nostalgia and a little bit of regret that we didn't stay close because as things go some of the girls started to date some of the boys and people stopped being friends there was jealousy there was drama I'm not saying I'm innocent because I started dating one of the boys which led to the worst breakup of my life but we'll get into that in a second so when I look back on my freshman year of college even though I was at a school where I didn't really feel like I belonged I had found my place now, for the religion aspect of it, I was pretty religious when I was going into school. I was kind of religious in high school, and when I came to Concordia, I really wanted to further my relationship with God. So I did that a lot my freshman year. I was going to chapel. We had to take New Testament and Old Testament classes, so I was learning a lot about the Bible. And for what I needed at the time, it was really cool. And then it was my sophomore year, and in October my boyfriend broke up with me out of absolutely nowhere and it crushed me. I was devastated. I was super depressed after I started going to therapy because of it. I go to therapy now because now I know I need it and everyone should go to therapy if they can afford it. But I straight up thought I was going to marry this kid that I met when I was 18. Like, I don't know. It just was a little unrealistic, but I had high hopes for him. Concordia's joke is ring by spring because everyone there gets engaged like almost immediately. But it's kind of a BYU joke, but we kind of stole it because Concordia is kind of like a wannabe BYU without the Mormonism. So the culture I was in, I thought that this was my soulmate. I thought we were going to get married. I was super hopeful. And then it, my dreams were crushed in like 20 minutes of a conversation. So I really struggled that semester and I was sad and I was lonely and all my friends that I had made the year before transferred. There was only three of us left and me and one of my friends were not friends anymore because of the drama that went down our freshman year. And the other two were me and that boy 
<laughs> so unfortunately, I lost my friend group that year. But I started living with some of the girls on the basketball team. And that's where I met my friends, Olivia, Claire, and Delaney. And we lived in a sweet style dorm. So it was me and Olivia on one side. And it was so fun. Even though I was super depressed, I was struggling. These friendships kind of landed in my lap. And so I'm so grateful for it because Olivia is going to be my, like one of my bridesmaids when I do get eventually get married. Because she saw me at the lowest point in my life. And she is so funny and caring and kind and hardworking. And now this podcast is the Olivia fan club. But I actually just got dinner with Olivia and another one of my friends, Kayla, the other night. And it was so good to see them because Olivia lives in Wisconsin now and she's doing big things. And that's all besides the point. But I became better friends with the basketball team. And I didn't feel so much as an outsider as I had felt my freshman year. And they kind of got the vibe that I wanted to stay at Concordia and finish out my basketball career and get my degrees there. And then semester two of my sophomore year was 2020. And in March, we went home for spring break and we never came back. So the pandemic hit in March of 2020 and they sent us all home for spring break and it just kept getting extended by two more weeks, two more weeks, two more weeks. And then they were like, okay, we're going to do online classes. And I was like, okay, cool. My sophomore year was really dramatic on the basketball team. Honestly, the coach started doing some fuck shit. Not anything evil or intentionally mean, but he... I guess I don't really know how to put it because it really hurt me. And it hurt a lot of people on the basketball team. We had 14 incoming freshmen my freshman year. And what would have been my senior year, he had three of my class left on the team. And so if that doesn't really tell you how people felt about the basketball program at Concordia after 2020, I don't know what does. Before we went home for spring break though, the coaches sat down with every single player and asked if they were gonna play next year. And then when I told them I was planning on it, they acted surprised and they thought I was gonna quit because everyone else quit. And then we had a practice that evening, like an open gym and my name wasn't even on the roster. So they were expecting me to quit and I didn't want to. And then they made me feel like I should have. So then we go home for spring break and then we start doing meetings over Zoom, talking to the whole team. And I didn't like the vibes of the meetings. It seemed like the coaches felt like they didn't do anything wrong. And my friend Olivia and my friend Delaney both decided they were already going to transfer to UNL in the next year. And I thought about it and I thought about it and I cried and I talked to my mom and I figured out I tried to figure out what I wanted to do because I was scared to be alone. Concordia had a lot of, not trauma, but kind of sad memories. So I made one of the hardest decisions I had had to make at that point in my life. And I decided to transfer to UNL for the next coming year. When I was going to school at Concordia, me and my friends would drive up to Lincoln and we would drive around campus and I just would get so jealous. I would see the big school and I would see the big events and I would see the bigger city. It's not big, but I would see more of a city life. And I just kind of always knew I wasn't destined for a small town or a small Christian college. So I decided to transfer because I kind of had that dream of going to a big university and living the classic college life and all that kind of stuff. So 
I decided to transfer and I had to tell my coaches and I was crying and they were like, oh, we understand. And I was pissed. And me and my friends, Olivia and Delaney, decided we were going to live together when we moved to Lincoln and went to UNL. So we got an apartment and then my junior year was just me navigating new classes, new environment, new people all during COVID. So we're sitting six feet apart. We're all wearing masks. Half the classes are on Zoom. So it was really difficult to make friends that year. And straight up, I didn't. I made a couple groups of friends and then they would we would kind of fall off. So then my senior year, I started working at Mellow Mushroom and that's where I met some of my closest friends I have now. And I met the people I hang out with now, which was really cool. But I still wasn't making any friends in school. My friend Ryan would host game nights at her apartment that was on campus. And so I kind of got a little bit of that college experience there, hanging out with new people. People from across the hall would just come over and I didn't know who they were. And so we got to talking, but I never really made any lifelong friends through that. I definitely got to know a couple people really well, but it just wasn't, it wasn't my friend group. So yeah, my senior year, I started to make more friends at the restaurant. And that was really fun and we would go to parties and we'd all go to the bars and that was a good time. So that was my senior year and then I just finished my fifth year and I have one more semester left. But last semester wasn't too bad because I had friends from these restaurants and bars that I was working at. And I moved in with my friend Tina who worked at Brothers and then I moved in with my boyfriend at the time in December. And then we broke up in February. And now I'm just waiting to start my final semester so I can finally be done with homework. But I didn't really get into detail on my junior and senior years. But to be honest, besides working at Mellow Mushroom, it was pretty uneventful. I mean, I have some good memories. I guess the summer I turned 21, which would be 2021, all the bars had just opened up again. And so that summer, the bars were insane and they were so fun. And I was dating a dude who always wanted to go to the bars. We were hanging out and I was being crazy because I was just drinking so much. So that was my party phase because I never had a party phase when I first got to school because Concordia was a Christian school. After moving to UNL, I kind of discovered my own personal beliefs and my own spirituality which has really been a journey, but honestly, that's the best thing that's come out of transferring is finding myself and being myself because at Concordia, I felt very stifled. I felt like people wanted me to be who they thought I should be. I mean, I used to skateboard to class and I had bright purple hair and people, I guess, didn't really like that or they thought I was weird or if they thought I was cool, they didn't really tell me um, because nobody really wanted to be my friend my sophomore year besides my roommates which I'm fine with because I was having a lot of fun with them and we would go to practice and then go to Janza, which was the dining hall. And then we'd go and do homework in the library together. And that was our routine every day. And it was really enjoyable. But I do kind of regret not going to a bigger school when I first started only because I feel like I would have found myself sooner. I think I had to go through that really hard breakup and I had to go through a really shitty basketball experience and I had to learn a lot about the Bible, and I had to live in a small town for me to develop into the person I am today, and to give me the experiences that I look back on, and I remember, and I feel like I've grown since then. So I I regret not finding myself sooner, but I, I don't regret the memories, and I don't regret the friendships that I do have from my initial school. I'm also a double major, 
So that's a whole story in itself. I started out at Concordia as a psychology major with a minor in marketing because I did DECA in high school. So my mom was like, you should have a marketing minor. I was like, I don't even know what marketing is. And then I was a psychology major because initially I wanted to be a social worker. And sometimes I do regret not taking that path because I really, really would like to be a therapist. I think that that's one of my dream careers, but maybe I'll go back to school if I ever make enough money. But I always love listening to people, giving advice and looking at things objectively. And I wanted to use that skill as a social worker at the time. So I'm taking psychology classes, I'm taking marketing classes, all that kind of stuff, gen eds, and then my Bible classes. My dad said some shit about my career path that I was choosing that I didn't agree with, but he had influence on me at the time. So I decided to switch to business and do marketing as my full-time major. I also wanted to have a minor in art because I've always been kind of an artist. I've always had a passion for creating. So when I was taking classes my sophomore year, I decided to throw a graphic design minor on there because after talking with my advisor, they were like, graphic design and marketing go really well together. So I joined the art school and the art program at Concordia is actually amazing. I still talk to one of my professors from Concordia. He came up to Lincoln a couple months ago and we got dinner because that's how much of an impact he had on my life. But I took a drawing class and he was the professor and he eventually convinced me to double major because he said I really had a talent. And so I was double majoring in graphic design and marketing and I was going to have to do five years at Concordia. But after transferring, I decided to keep my double major. And my UNL advisor was like, oh, you shouldn't do it. You're going to be in school forever. And I should have listened and I should have just dropped the marketing degree. But honestly, I'm thankful for both because they make me more attractive to potential employers. The art program at UNL is also really cool. So I'm really grateful to be in that one too. But I'm currently doing graphic design and marketing as a dual matriculation, and I will graduate in December 2023. I am manifesting it right now, as if I haven't been manifesting it this whole time. But I thought it was going to be May, and then I thought it was going to be August, but now it's December, and that's fine. I'm just going to be thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in debt. You'll live and you learn. I guess there's nothing I can do to change it now. Honestly, if I did have to do it all over again, I would have come to UNL right away. And I would have majored in studio art with a graphic design minor because I've always wanted to just be an artist or a creator or in this case, a content creator. They also have this school at UNL called the EMA, the Emerging Media Arts School. They do a lot of UX, web design and other really cool projects. They work in 3D modeling on the computer. They create virtual realities, they do augmented reality, and it's all very cool, and it's very futuristic. And so I would have probably either gone into studio art, or I would have gone into something in the emerging media arts school. That was my degree plan, and then when I came to UNL, my advisor wasn't super awesome. So I've been figuring out my own classes for like three and a half years, doing all my own research on my degree audits, and finding out which classes I need to take and not graduating on time because of it, which has been kind of frustrating, but honestly, I'm proud of the fact that I was able to do it alone, even if it is a year and a half late. Overall, my college experience has not felt anything like how I feel like other people's college experiences are. Usually their freshman or sophomore year, you meet your roommate, and then you meet people on your floor, and then you meet people in a club, and they're your best friends for life. And 
while I did make some lifelong friends my first couple years, I never went to parties. The basketball team would throw them and, like, not ask me to come. And Concordia was a dry campus, obviously, so drinking was strictly prohibited. So until I turned 21, I don't think I had ever even been <laughs> hammered. Maybe once or twice, but I wasn't a big partier in high school until my senior year. So when I came to school my freshman year of college, I thought it was going to be this crazy wild party night with crazy funny videos and pictures and memories, but it really wasn't like that for me. Now, is partying everything? Obviously not, but I feel like it's kind of a rite of passage for your first couple years at school. But like I said, I got my party years out when I turned 21, and now I don't even drink anymore. So it all came full circle. Would you even believe it? So coming out of college now, finishing up the last of my degrees, I look back on my whole experience, and if you guys have ever seen Best Dressed on YouTube, I kind of relate my college experience to hers. She talks about being really studious, focusing on her classes, not going out, and she went to a school in California, and she said she didn't make a ton of friends either. And so I definitely have a few really close friends, but I don't have a big friend group. I don't have a bunch of people that just come over to hang out. We don't do movie nights. It's kind of just me and my few close friends that hang out. And I'm grateful for it because I love them. Compared to how I view other people from my perspective, I do get a little jealous that I didn't have this wild and crazy college experience and that mine kind of consisted of going to therapy and moving cities. Like I said, I I have a couple regrets about how I chose my career path, but I think my main regret from my college experience is just what I put up with. I felt like I was so young and inexperienced, and so I let people walk all over me, whether it was professors at Concordia who were saying things that I really didn't align with, or boys treating me like shit, or people being rude to me because they didn't understand me. I regret letting that happen. I wish I would have been myself from the beginning, but I'm here now and I'm grateful for that now. It just sucks that I had to do so much growing because growing hurts, but honestly, it was worth it. And now comes a new chapter in my life and I've been struggling with it a little bit lately because I'm a young professional, but I'm still in school and I'm in my early 20s, so I feel like I'm still young but I'm I'm too old to do the things that college kids do and I feel jealous of their college experience so I want to continue to live that out but it's a little too late and I don't know it's it's tricky and this summer has been a little painful because I'm not surrounded by people all the time and I'm the type of person who doesn't like to be alone I'm an introverted extrovert so I really like to be around people all the time. Even though I'm kind of shy, sometimes I really like to just be with my people. And so dealing with those changes and that dynamic has been interesting. And of course, living with my ex-boyfriend hasn't been easy. And Milo's been kind of naughty. And I still have a semester and that's frustrating. And now I feel like all I do is go to work and come home. So this transition period of my life has been very similar to the transition period I faced when I first came to school. And it's very lonely. And I feel stuck a little bit because I also know I'm not going to live in Lincoln for the rest of my life. It's not my dream to live in Lincoln. I don't know where I'll live eventually, but it's not going to be here. And I'm obviously staying for a couple years because my little brother's coming to UNL. 
And all I am is hopeful that he has a better college experience than I feel like I have. I definitely have good memories. I have good friends. But it just wasn't everything it could have been for me. And that's how I feel. And so I'm hoping that college is everything my little brother wants and more. Everything he expected and better. And I'm excited to live vicariously through him. And I'm only half joking. I think I'm, that might do it for this episode. There's a lot more that I could get into. But for the next episode, I want to do a little bit better of planning and hitting my talking points and not getting caught up in trying to say the right thing and just kind of be free with how I want to speak. If you guys listen to this episode, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I love you. Bye.